Sugya 20, Kezayis Lebrecha Achrona. So our Sugya starts off with uh, Argemara in Ketzah Mivarchim. Uh, Argemara was talking about how Rabbi Yochanan was making a Bracha Achrona on a Zayis Maliach. And the Gemara asks, how could Rabbi Yochanan have made a Bracha on this Zayis? We know that it was less than a Kezayis, because presumably you take out the pit, so the volume is going to be less than a Kezayis. So how could he have made a Bracha Achrona? We know that the shear for Bracha Achrona is a Kezayis. So just the important takeaway from our Gemara that launched us into this entire sugya is that there is a shear that exists of Kezayis. We then saw Gemara on Memtes Ahmed Bez. The Gemara over there quotes a machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. They're arguing, they're darshaning out uh, the psukim, the pasuk says, v'achalta, v'savata, v'erachta. It sounds like, at first glance, pashup shot, that they're arguing on a Doraisa level what the shear is for Birkas Hamazon. Rabbi Meir seemingly says that it is a kezayis, and Rabbi Huda says that it's a kebesa. It sounds like this is all on a level of Doraisa because they're dealing with the psukim. But, and, and that's exactly what the Ramban says. But despite that, Tosfos, on the spot, quotes the Ri, who says that this is an asmachta. Right, really the shear for Birka Samazun is Kedei Sviya. The argument that Rabbi Huda versus Rabbi Meir is uh, just with regards to Durabanan, what is the shear Durabanan? Rabbi Meir says Kezayis, and Rabbi Huda says Kibetza. Now, we had three proofs that we brought for uh, Tosvos for this assertion that there's a shear Doraisa of Kedei Sviya, and there's a shear Durabanan. Um, of either Kezayis or Kibetza. So there's three different proofs, all appear on the Gemara on Chafam and Bez. Um, this is really like the Iker part of the Sugya. So just a little bit of background, the Gemara on Chafam and Bez is trying to uh, prove, trying to figure out whether women are chayev midoraisa in benching. The Gemara brings a proof from a Brisa. The Gemara says, um, you see this Brisa says that a woman could be motzi benching for her husband. She could be motzi her husband in benching. We know that a husband, a male, has a chiv daraisa in benching. We also know that you have to be mechuy uh, of daraisa to be motzi someone on a daraisa level. So the Gemara says, clearly you see from here, from the fact that a woman could be motzi her husband, you see that a woman is chayav midaraisa in benching. The Gemara then says, wait, not so fast. The Gemara says, you see in this b'risa itself, the b'risa talks about a ben being mevarech la'aviv, a son benching for his father and being Motsi his father. Now the Gemara says, this Ben is a Katan, right? And the Katan is being Motsi his father, right? The father is a Daraisa. So how would a Darabonan be able to be Motsi Daraisa? The Gemara says, that doesn't make any sense. So we have to really just uh, make an ukimta on this case. Really the case is that the husband slash father only ate a sheer Darabonan and therefore his wife, who was only of Midrabanan, is able to be Motsi him. And so too, a kid, right, who's of Midrabanan, is able to be Motsi his father because the father only ate a sheer Dirabanan. So you see from this Gemara, from both the discussion about the woman being Motsi her husband and the Katan being Mivarich for his father, you see that there exists such a concept of a sheer Dirabanan that is able to bump down. Uh, the father from having a chiv daraisa to having only a chiv midrabanan. Those were two proofs for Tosfos uh, that we discussed. Uh, one more proof that he brought is there's a cute, a nice agadata gemara, uh, Ravavira. The Pasuk, just a little bit of background, the Pasuk says, uh, Hashem doesn't show favoritism, He doesn't take bribes. Yet uh, in Berkos Khanim we say, that Hashem is going to show us favor. So the Malachi Ashar basically asks Hashem, like, what's Pshad in these two Pesukim? It's a stira. 
And uh, Hashem answers, how can I not show favoritism to the Jewish people? They were only chayev to bench Kedei Svia, because the Pesach says, v'achalta yet they're medaktik in al-atzman, ad kezayis ve'ad kebeitza. Right, they're so uh, medactic on, on themselves. So it sounds like that's on a Dirabana level, right? Really on a Daraisa level, they did not have to bench if they had only Kazaya slash Kibetza. But they're being medactic in al uh, to bench in that situation. And that's why Hashem shows them uh, extra favoritism. So those were three proofs that uh, Tosos could bring, that Tosos brought uh, to show that there is a sheer Dirabana. Now, according to the Ramban, right, this is difficult because according to the Ramban, right, Midoraisa, the shear is Kezayis slash Kibetza, right? whether you're Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, and there is no shear Durabanan. Shear Durabanan is not a concept according to the Ramban. So how in the world does the Ramban understand these three Gemaras? So let's take them on uh, one by one. So first of all, let's start with the easy one, the Agadita Gemara. The Ramban says it's just an Agadita. It's uh, Shalashudas Torah, as Rabbi likes to say, but it's not, uh, it's not Lahalacha. Right? In terms of Nashim benching for their husbands, how is a woman able to bench for her husband? So the Ramban says, we at the end of the day, Paskin, that a woman is Chayv Midoraisa to bench. Right? Midoraisa. So it's not a, a big deal to say that a woman could be Motsi her husband. It makes perfect sense. He's a Doraisa and she's a Doraisa. So she could be Motsi her husband. What about the, the, the line in the Gemara which says, Ulitamech, Katan, right? Mivarech, Lavev, how could a, a kid. Right, who's only chayav midrabanon for sure? How could he be chayav? How could he be able to be motzi his father? So the Ramban says he takes out that line in the Gemara. The Gemara was never talking about a katan, right? When all the dust settles, we were just talking about a ben who's a gadol being uh, motzi his father in benching, right? So they're both on a deraisa level, and there really is no sheer derabanon. So that is how the Ramban answers uh, all these three uh, Gemaras, right? So. Just to summarize where we're at so far, Ramban, Tosfos, Ramban holds uh, Kezai slash Kibetza is Doraisa, Tosfos holds Kedai Svia is Doraisa, and Kezai slash Kibetza is the Shir Dirabanan. We then went on to a Gemara on Memcher Medalf. The Gemara there talks about uh, Yanai and his buddies were sitting down to eat a meal, and they didn't know how to bench, right? So Shimon ben Shetach comes along to save the day. And the main takeaway that you need to know from this Gemara is that the Gemara says, Shimon ben Shatach, assuming he would have just eaten a kezayis, so then, l'chol hadeos, he would have been able to be motzi, Yanai, and Yanai's companions, right? Even though, presumably, Yanai and his buddies were whining and dining, they had a full suda, they ate kedei svia, the Gemara still says that uh, Shimon ben Shatach would have been able to be motzi, um, Yanai. So, the question is, how is this possible? Right, so, the Ramban looks at this Gemara, and he says, this is what I've been telling you the whole time. Shear of Kezayis is the Shear Doraisa, right? So it makes perfect sense. A Doraisa is being Motsi, a Doraisa. It's perfect, according to the Ramban. This is actually the Ramban's Iker proof that the Shear is uh, just uh, Kezayis on a Doraisa level. Uh, then I'll just do it a little out of order, but the Bahag says that um, really you have to say, it's, it's a bit shver this shot, but you have to say that uh, Yana and his buddies also only ate a kezayis. They didn't eat kezayis svia, so they were also only chayev uh, midrabanon uh, in benching. We then saw Tosvos. Tosvos says, um, he invokes this klal, right? So, so according to Tosvos, this is a big problem, first of all, right? Because Shimon ben Shetach is only uh, chayev midrabanon to bench. 
Yan and his buddies are chayav on a Doraisa level. So how is Shimon ben Shatach able to be moti them? So Tosvos invokes this call from uh, Gemara and Rosh Hashanah of Afa Pisha Yatza Moti. That for certain mitzvos, for Birchas uh, mitzvos, you're able to be motzi someone else, even if you're not mechuyav bedavar, or even if you've already been yotze your mitzvah, you're able to be yotze other people. This is in contrast to Birchas Hananin, for example. Like if you're eating an apple, someone else can't make a bracha for you, unless they're also eating an apple. But if they were just, you know, trying to help you out, that wouldn't work. But by Birchas HaMitzvos, that's not the case. So like for Mikra and Megillah, someone else could make the bracha for you. And so Tosvos says that that is what's going on here, right? The Yanai was uh, applying this rule, so Shema ben Shatach is able to be motzi him because according to Tosvos clearly, Birchas HaMazon is closer in model to Birchas HaMitzvos than Birchas HaNenem. And we said that that is possibly the reason why the other Rishonim veered off of this pshat is because they felt that Birchas HaMazon is perhaps closer to a Birchas HaNenin, like making a Shahakal or something. And so you wouldn't be able to be motzi someone else if you're not Mechuyah B'davar in that case. But still, despite that, Tosvos clearly felt that um, that's the case, is that, you're, uh, is that it's closer in model to Birchas HaMitzvos. And that's why Yanai was able to uh, be motzi them in benching, even though he was only a Durabanan. Just uh, one like side point. Why Tosos asks, why did Yanai, why did Shimon ben Shatach have to eat at all then? Right? If he's if there's this call of Afapisha Yatza Motzi, why did he have to eat anything? So Tosos says because it just wouldn't have made sense for him to say Nivarech Shachalnu Mishalo, right? If he didn't eat anything. If he didn't eat anything, it wouldn't make sense to use that lashon, right? Well bless Hashem who we ate from his food, doesn't make sense. So he had to eat a little bit just to make the lashon make sense. But Meikra Din, right, this call of Afapisha Yatsamoti. Uh, works, according to Tosvos. We then saw Rashi. Rashi basically just says that um, it's true, Shimon ben Shatach was only Chayev on a Dirabanan level, yet we still say that he was able to be Motzi, Yanai and his buddies, even though they were on a Doraisa level. So Ravikiva Eger on the spot asks the obvious question. We see the Gemara on Chafam Abbez, which we saw, right, discusses, makes it very clear that there's a Klal, you can only be Motzi uh, Doraisa, if you yourself are Mechuyev, Doraisa. So, what is Rashi talking about here? That you could be Yotze, even though he could be Motzi them, even though he was only Darabanan. So, the Pnei Yoshua comes in uh, to save the day, and this is an idea that we saw in the Mordechai, quoting Rabbeinu Tuvia as well. That according to Rashi and, and Rabbeinu Tuvia, if you have, if you are Mechuyev, Midrabanan, plus you have potential to be Chayev on a Doraisa level, that is enough to be uh, motzi other people doraisa as well. So in this case, Shimon ben Shatach is michuyah of midrabanan, and he had the potential to become a chiyav doraisa if he would have just eaten a little more kedeisvia. So therefore, he's able to be motzi uh, Yanai and his buddies who were michuyah on a doraisa level. We then just went a little bit more in depth into this uh, this uh, idea of Rabbeinu Tuvia. Right? Where does Rabbeinu Tuvia say this? So Rabbeinu Tuvia said this in the context of a Suma making Kiddush for his wife. According to Rabbeinu Tuvia, a blind person is only Chayev in Mitzvos Midrabanon. He's one of the few Rishonim that Paskins like that. So since blind people are only Mechuyev Chayev in Mitzvos Midrabanon, so how could a blind person make, uh, make Kiddush for his wife if his wife is Chayev in Kiddush on a Doraisa level? So Rabbeinu Tuvia says, because the blind person is Chayev Midrabanon, Plus, he has this potential that theoretically, if he has a refuah, 
and he's able to see he would be Chayev Daraisa. So therefore, Midrabanon plus potential is enough to be uh, Yotzi, to be Motzi, other people, on a Daraisa level. And Rabbeinu Tuvia brings as his proof the fact that uh, Kiddush on Friday night, so he holds that Tosefes Shabbos is a Dirabanon. Right, when, you're, when you're bringing in Shabbos early, that's only Midrabanon. Yet, you're able to make Kiddush, right, even though your Chiv of Kiddush is a Chiv Daraisa, to make Kiddush. So Rabbeinu Tuvia says, how is this possible? How would you be able to do that? So he says, because right now you're Chayv in Kiddush Midrabanon, right, because Tosefes Shabbos is Dirabanon. Plus, you have potential for this to become a Doraisa if you simply uh, waited another hour or two till it's for sure Shabbos. So therefore, the potential plus currently being Mechaev Darabonon is able to be Motzi Yerchiev Doraisa. Right, so that was Rabbeinu Tuvia. The Mugin of Ram asks a question on this Rabbeinu Tuvia. He says, according to Rabbeinu Tuvia, right, we know for a fact that a Katan can't read the Megillah for his father, Katan can't blow shofar for his father. So the Magen of Ram asks, according to Rabbeinu Tuvia, why not? He's currently Chayev on a Dirabanan level, plus he has the potential to be uh, Chayev Doraisa when he becomes Bar Mitzvah. So we said that the obvious, the obvious answer is that a Katan is not even Chayev in the first place. Katan doesn't even have a Chayev Midrabanan. Really, the Chayev is a Chayev of Chinuch that's Muta on his father. It's not even a Chayev that's on the son himself. We then saw a discussion of the Minchas Chinuch. Rabbi was very excited about this. Maybe this will be on the test. I don't know. I haven't seen the test, but I, I might. Uh, I, I can see this as an extra credit question. So the Minchas Chinuch is talking about Sfiras Haomer, right? What do we do if someone becomes um, Bar Mitzvah in the middle of Sfira, right? Can he continue saying um, Sfira? Was the Brachos that he made, the counting that he did for the first like 30 days, let's say, when he was only Mechuyev, Midrabanon, able to be Motzi him, right, the rest of the way when he's now becoming Doraisa. So the Minchas Chinuch says he thinks that that's fine, right, and he plugs in Rabbeinu Tuvia, right, because Rabbeinu Tuvia says if you're, mecha- if you're Chayev Midrabanon, plus you have the potential of being Doraisa, that's enough for you to be Yotze on a Doraisa level. So therefore, in the beginning of uh, the first 30 days of Sphira, he was Chaim Darabana and he had the potential to be Daraisa. So that should be enough. Right? So we asked on this Minchas Chinuch, right? Rabbi had this question that it's, it's a pel on the Minchas Chinuch because we know that Rabbi Tuvia has to say that Ketanim are not Chayev Midrabanon. Because if they were Chayev Midrabanon, then how could you understand why then Ketanim should be able to read Megillah, they should be able to blow Shofar for other people. So you have to say that Ketanim are not Chayev Midrabanon. So how now can the Minchas Chinuch come and say that since they're Chayev Midrabanon, plus they have potential, that's good enough, right? It doesn't make any sense. So we give an answer. Elijah Wolf actually said this answer, so I, I uh, say it b'shem him, right? That really the Minchas Chinuch holds that a Katan does have a Chiv Midrabanon. That's Mutal on the Katan himself. It's not a Chiv Chinuch. Rather, it's a Chiv on the Katan himself. Aye, so then why can't a Katan be Motzi his father for Shofar or for uh, Mikra Megillah? Why not? So you have to say, right, the, the fancy answer that we gave is that he doesn't have potential for this mitzvah to be Daraisa because right now at this time, he's not Bar Mitzvah, right? He's not Mechuyiv Mitzvah. It's true, next year he'll be Chayiv, right? And he has potential for next year, but that's not this mitzvah. This mitzvah that we're talking about right now, 
of reading Megillah right now, blowing shofar right now, he has no potential of being a Doraisa for this mitzvah at this time. And therefore, a Katam would not be able to be a Yotze, his father, in those types of situations. So that was the discussion um, for Rashi's answer. We then moved on to next question, was just exploring this a little bit more. Does a Katan have a Chiyav Midrabanan, right, for mitzvot, or is the Chiyav on his father? Right, so Tosfos read our Gemara, right, as saying that a Katan can be Motzi his father, right? That's how Tosfos understood the Gemara on Chafam and Bez, is that, right, the, we said that the father only had a Chiyav Midrabanan because he only ate a Kazayas. Therefore, a Katan can be Motzi his father. So clearly, a Katan has a Chiyav on a Dirabanan level. But Tosfos himself asks this question, that's a problem because then why can't a Katan also read Megillah for his father? It's the same thing, right? They're, they're both Chayav on a Dirabanan level. So therefore, a Katan should be able to be Motzi his father in Mikra Megillah, just like we see the Gemara and Brachos by benching, right, if the father is only Dirabanan, the son is also able to be Motzi him. So we should say the exact same thing by Mikra Megillah. Why don't we say that? How come the Chachamim say that a Katan is not able to read the Megillah for his father? So Tosfos uh, draws a distinction. He says that by, by, uh, by benching, it's only one Durabanan for the father and one Durabanan for the son. Because the son ate Kedai Svia, right? The only knock against him, the only penalty flag that he has is that he's a Katan. So, so, so he's only Chayev Midurabanan. And the father also, right, he only has one thing against him, only one penalty flag, in that he only ate a kazayas. So he's only chayev midrabanan. So therefore, when they both have the same amount of dirabanans, the katan is able to be yotze the gadol. But by Mikra Megillah, there's two things against the katan. There's two flags. One is that the mitzvah itself, to start off, is a dirabanan, and the katan himself is only a dirabanan. Right? So that's two penalty flags against the katan, but the father only has one thing against him, that the mitzvah is a dirabanan. So since the katan has two dirabanans, that is not, therefore he's not able to be motzi, his father who only has one dirabanan. That's how Tosfos has to um, answer, that's what he has to say to get out of this Gemara. But this Gemara was a problem for Tosfos. According to the Ramban, the Ramban deleted this line in the Gemara that was saying that a katan could be potentially motzi his father. The Ramban actually says the reason why the Ramban deleted that line in the first place was he says that's incomprehensible. A katan doesn't have any mitzvot. The mitzvot are muta on his father. It's a mitzvah of chinuch. So that's why the Ramban in the first place even took out that Gemara, took out that line. So according to the Ramban, we've never even heard of a klal of a katan being Motzei's father in anything. So therefore, it makes perfect sense why in Megillah, the Gemara Megillah reads like a charm, that we can understand why a Katan is not going to be able to be Motzi, his father, by Mikra Megillah, because that concept doesn't exist. Katan is not Chayev Midra Banan. The Katan only has a mitzvah, uh, Alts Chinuch, right? And it's not Muta on him. Okay, um, moving on to the final point of the Sugya. So we raise the question, right? According to Tosfos, who says that the Shir is Kedei Svia, right? So that is the trigger for the Doraisa Sechiyev. You have to have uh, Kedei Svia. What about Achila? Do you need a halachic Achila or not? So for example, if you were a Soveya, but you ate the food, not Kedei Achilas Pras, right? More than that time. So it's technically, you did not even perform a Maisa Achila. Would you be Chayv in benching or not? Do you need 
achila plus svia, or does svia itself suffice to make you chayev midaraisa? So the Mangin of Ram says that if you ate shalobik day achilas pras, right, over that amount of time, really you're not chayev midaraisa to bench. So you see from the Mangin of Ram that you do need a maisa achila. Maisa achila is also part of the criteria, according to Tosvos, right? You need achila plus svia to be chayev uh, midoraisa to bench. The primigadim, on the other hand, we said, probably argues on this. He says that, you know, even if you didn't eat kedei uh, achilas pras, you're still able to bench on a doraisa level. So according to the primigadim, you don't need a maisa achila, you just need svia. So according to the Magin of Ram, right, you need achila plus svia. According to the primigadim, you just need a svia. So, just to summarize um, everything that we've said in like under a minute, we have uh, Machlokas, Tosvos, and the Ramban, right? Whether, um, whether Kezayis slash Kibetza is Shir Daraisa or Shir Darabanan. Ramban says it's Daraisa. Tosvos says that's only Darabanan. Tosvos brought three proofs, the Katan, the woman, and the Agadita Gemara. The Ramban rejects all three of them. Um, we then saw the Gemara of Yanai and Shimon ben Shetach, right? There were four explanations for that Gemara. There was Rashi with the whole side point, not side point, but the whole, whole lumdus of Rabbi Nutuvia and the Minchas Chinuch. Um, we had the answer of the Bahag, we had the answer of the Ramban, and we had the answer of Tosvos, of Afapisha Yatza, Motzi. We then spoke a little bit about whether or not a Katan has a Chiv Midrabanon, or is the Chiv on his father. We saw Tosvos has to have a fancy interpretation of the Gemara in Megillah. He has to give the answer of two verses one. And the Ramban, according to him, that Gemara reads like a charm. And then we said the final point was, do you have to have a halachic achila to be chayv midoraisa? Um, the Magin Avram says, yes, you do, right, according to Tosvos. And the Primagadim uh, says, you don't, you just need Svia, not a Maisa achila at all. Um, so that's the end of Sugya 21.